Hello, I'm Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it's always an honor and a privilege to hold kingdom teachings and to touch and agree in prayer with you. You know how we do it every week, saints of God. This is what? Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that you're excited. I pray that you've started your week off believing God for the best and that you are placing a command on your morning and you commanded your morning to be fruitful and bright. You are expecting great things from the Lord and that you have the right mindset and that you're letting those old things stay in the past. You're not going back and rehashing of some things that God has healed you from, has delivered you from, and has pulled you out of. But you are walking in the, the blessings, the fruitfulness, and the grace of God. Listen, saints of God, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the character of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. One of the further conversation today. One of the things that I really want to get embedded in our spirit is that the Holy Spirit is not a force. And it's not like some mystical force, like some false religions teaches that is a force or the Holy Spirit is not a genie in a bottle where we can just rub it and he pops out and he do, does what we tell it to do, you know, or the Holy Spirit is not something like a virus or some type of cold or something that you catch. I caught the Holy Ghost or I caught the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is God. He is a part of the Godhead. God being one God manifested in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now there is a procession in terms of the manifestations of God, the persons of God, God first was God the Father, then and then it was God, God the Son, who is Jesus Christ, and He said, "After I go to be with the Father, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit to be to dwell within you and to walk alongside of you." This is where we get in the Greek, the word called Parakletos, mean He walks alongside of us. But the Bible also identifies him as God is because he leads and he guides us into all truth. And that's over in the book of John. And then also, if you know the story of Ananias and Sapphira, Fira, they actually were struck down because they lied to the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says that they lied to the spirit of God. They lied to God. And so... I want us to to really understand when we talk about the Holy Spirit, because I do believe that we've lost the reverence, the honor and the respect for the Holy Spirit. He is such a beautiful, beautiful person. Listen, and I and I say that with all compassion and all passion, because, you know, there's a lot of things that we take for granted and. There's a lot of things that we we feel like we give ourselves credit for or we give the world credit for. And it could be very well be the leading 
the unction, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. But since we really don't understand his, his authority and we don't understand the, 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 the role he plays in our life, we look at him as if he's not anything. And again, some false religions think of him as the force. And I wanted to shut that down. It's not a force. He's a person. He's a person. John, in the book of John, chapter 16, it talks about the procession of the Holy Spirit. And like I just mentioned earlier, you know, through Father, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. And then in chapter 14, we identify him as a helper. That paracletos is where we get the word paracletos, walk alongside of us. And then he's the spirit of truth. And last week I gave you a few names of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to reiterate some of those names. But there's more names of the Holy Spirit as well. But these are some that are very common to us in terms of who he is. And we need to understand it. And you keep hearing me saying he, not it. He's a he, is a person. And, and the, he, the Holy Spirit, some of the names of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, and of course, it's the Spirit of truth and grace, and the Spirit of glory, the Spirit of life. And of course, very common is Holy Ghost and Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Helper. Um, uh, then also, there's some of the emblems that we identify him as, and the emblems are a mark, or it's an impression or an inscription of the character of the Holy Spirit, which is symbolic of the dove and the pure, you know, which is purity. And, and then there's the emblem of the peace and modesty. Uh, also, that's, you know, correlates with the dove. And then there's the other emblem of water, which is symbolic of him giving life and a cleansing. And, and remember back in Genesis, it's the first mention of the Holy Spirit. Genesis 1 and 2, and it says that the Spirit of God hoovered over the face of the waters. And that's where we get into Hebrew brood. It means to brood as a mother hen would brood over her nesting eggs and births life. And that's also one of the ministries or one of the acts of the Holy Spirit is to bring forth life. He's a regenerator. He not only uh, bring, bring, revives things, but he also births life. You remember the story of Mary and in the uh, the the immaculate conception in the, and when the the the. I'm sorry, the messenger Gabriel came to them and prophesied to them that Jesus, the Messiah, whose name means the salvation, king of our salvation, or Yahweh saves, um, that he she would be impregnated with him. And she said, how can this be since I've never been with a man? And it said that the Holy Spirit was going to empower her and endure her and she would become pregnant. So the Holy Spirit also brings life or births lives or broods over a situation, hoovers over a situation and bring forth a loud life to manifest. And so this is how powerful the Holy Spirit is. And then some of the other uh, characters or some 
emblems of the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is a bear witness and an advocate. You know, an advocate is someone who speaks on behalf of someone. The Bible even says that when we pray, we don't know what we should be praying. That's just why the Holy Spirit it begins to intercede for us and it's constantly making intercession for us because we pray about things sometimes in our flesh and from a soulish realm or from our what we our strong will and desires or emotions or or what other people may say we need or what we should have or what we should want. But the Bible says that the Holy Spirit knows what we need. And he also knows the heartbeat and the mind of God. And so he's an advocator in which that stand goes between us and he makes intercession for us. And he, I, I tell people that he kind of twist or he cannot word twist, but he shifts our prayers in terms of, interceding for us to make sure that we don't miss the mark and that we hit the target. Amen. And then also, uh, some of the emblems of the Holy spirit real quick, before we move on, I want to share with you about the Holy spirit is that, you know, he is, uh, uh, we talked about the water. Of course, we know about the oil was just symbolic of healing and light and that the anointing of God. We talk about the seal and the seal is what is a is an identification and ownership, authentication of who we are in him. And, it, it you know, it's, it's a seal on us. And I thank God for that seal as well. And then we, we're talking also about the wind. You know, he's the Ruach wind that blows, and, you know, and the man became a living soul. It became a living being because of the wind that he blows in the breath that that's where we get the word pneuma you know it's because if you study the holy spirit you know it is the pneumatology is the word is called it's doctrine of pneumatology it means it's the breath and he's the very breath of god the very essence essence of god and who he is and so that's one of the other emblems of him and it is earnest which is a down payment or a pledge of assurance for something and so that we have a right seat a seat in heaven you know the, the holy spirit authenticates that i love him i just i get excited and of course some of the other emblems of fire of him as well and and, and there, and there's other ones as well, but these are some that stands out to me. But then we also want today, I want to, and that's also the fire is symbolic of purification. And it also is symbolic of uh, purity and holiness. And, you know, you remember when Moses was embracing a approach to burning bush and, and the spirit of God and y'all uh, spoke and said, take off your shoes because now you're treading on holy grounds. And, and so the fire is symbolic of purity, purifying things and purging us from things. And it's also symbolic of cons consummation. In other words, it consumes things. In other words, it tears down the forces of darkness. It destroys it. You know, anything about a fire, when a fire is ignited, then whatever it touches and whatever it inflames, it destroys it. And so the other thing about the Holy Spirit in terms of the emblem of fire is symbolic of it destroying the works of darkness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That is why it's really important that when we begin, when we in intercession and we're praying and going into warfare, 
that will release the fire of God. You're I'm reminded of songs of thunder who use their power and authority in a, a distorted way by when, when Jesus was going into the, the land and uh, the Bible says that the people did not receive him. They said, well, shall we call down fire like Elijah did and consume them, you know, t- and destroy them? He said, now, you don't even know what spirit you're operating in. You know, that's not what that the anointed, that's not what the power of God is given to us for. But it is there to destroy the works of the devil. We just don't want to use it against people and things like that. But we want to destroy the works of the devil, the works of Satan. Amen. There's a variety of ministries that the Holy Spirit do. And I know um, because of lack of time for the better of time, lack of time, I don't have the top time to go through all of those. But the first one is I want to talk about is the hymn, the ministry of the universe and how that was created. And again, Genesis one and two, it says in the earth was at void. It was in a chaotic state. But the, when they, he brewed over it by the face of the water, light and devotion. Not revelation, first of all, and divine order came into place and it began to manifest. Then the God, the father began to speak things prophetically out and things began to exist. And then he blessed him by calling every season, every creation. Good. Good. So I'm going to stop right there because I'm going to come back on next week and I'm going to talk more about the Holy Spirit. But listen, saints of God, I want you to be encouraged. If you don't get anything else, I need you to get this down in your spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a force. He's a person. I want you to also get this in your spirit. The Holy, the Holy Spirit is our advocate. He's our agent. He stands and he's a goal between Amen. So God, I thank you today for this day that you've made and we're going to rejoice and continue to 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 be elated about the things that you're doing. Holy Spirit, I pray for wisdom, knowledge and revelation to your sons and daughters. Let us begin to walk closer with you. Let us begin to reverence you as you are because you're a God. And besides you, there is no other God. I pray, Father God, that you will bless your sons and daughters throughout this entire week and that we will pick up the Bible, study the Bible and that we will get a revelation of who you are. It's in Jesus' name I pray this prayer. Thank God. Amen. Amen.